Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Kickstart Podcast presented by our friends at ProTaper. I'm Don Maeda, sitting inside the Swap Moto Live Sprinter van on the phone with Alex Ray, Chase Curtis, and Mike Antonovich. We're all remote today due to different locations and sicknesses. But, uh, dude, what a uh, round two, guys. Um, it was an eventful one, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I think in every way imaginable. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> On and off the track, yeah. 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 But, uh, you know, just from, like, guys, you know, being tested positive for COVID and, and missing out around and and with crashes and everything, the track, the way it was developed, um, everything. It, it was a weird it was a weird night. I don't know. I want to forget that, about it for sure. That wasn't the typical Oakland track, was it, A-Ray? That no. Was not, no that was not what we've ever expected up there. That was way harder and firmer and choppier seeming. Yeah, it was it – was, a few spots were soft, like a normal Oakland, but not as rutted as it usually gets there. Yeah, it, it was more harder pack. I think that had to do with Monster Jam being there last week, um, stuff like that. And then also, too, like they uh, they did have smaller whoops there this weekend. The rhythm sections did seem a bit easier. Um, I think that had uh, a lot to do with the futures. But for the most part, we still had guys crashing, like myself, uh, I don't know if it was, I don't know, from trying too hard or racing the track too hard or what, but um, yeah, it, it was a weird night for sure. Um, although the whoops were smaller, they were tacky and man, they were chewing guys up left and right. I mean, how many times, I, I don't know, I feel like I've seen the same amount of people crashing in the whoops this weekend versus last weekend whenever they were huge. Yeah. Yeah. They seem to be at, like, what's that different build style the way they were this time? with like the big bucket they were talking about. Yeah. yeah. They were, they were fatter. They were a bit fatter and then they were closer together. Um, the whoops that were, uh, in front of the finish line, right before the finish line, they were, they were built pretty normal. Um, but the long set, they were a little bit closer together, but they, they chewed up pretty good and they were, they were eating people up. Yeah. It seemed like everybody was, uh, swapping through them a little bit. Yeah, there was just like there was just some soft dirt there and like some edges that people just kept catching, and it was a lot of people were going side to side, and then their front end was dropping, and then there it went. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I mean, we've seen even Joe drop the front end in the in the main event there, and just yeah, dude, that was a straight up the bars. That was a really spectacular endo, wasn't it? I mean, he was seemed like he grabbed yeah. his handlebars, he grabbed his hands back on the grips before the bike finished crashing. Yeah. Did that somersault. I think that's uh, his judo background. You know, he knows how to do judo rolls. <laughs> but uh, so what? You think that the rhythms were built easier because it was a futures race? A little bit, yeah. I mean, they weren't. I wouldn't say easy, but but they were definitely more like rolled out. I would say and and more forgiving. Mm-hmm. Not as like a steep. Not as steep. Yeah. yeah, it seemed like on press day you guys got him down. Like 
uh, like immediately. It didn't seem like there was any other like options really. It was like one way or the other. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone was pretty much going the same speed, doing the same stuff. Um, the, I think the main thing was that uh, jumping onto that table before the before the finish and then threeing off of that. That was a big uh, time saver right there. Um, I ended up. That's where I ended up crashing in the heat race. But um, yeah, I mean that was. Uh, that and the sand were pretty tricky, but, uh, but for the most part, everything was pretty self-explanatory. The track was pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Hey, Anton, did you watch the future race? Say, but I mean, it still like developed into like a pretty hard racetrack to ride. Mm-hmm. Anton, did you watch the futures race? Yeah, yeah. So sure. obviously, uh, I, I'm sure Ryder was the class of the field, but like. I think in oh, a yeah, text, Ryder would have been. You said there's some guys that were like. Place. There is some guys the same uh, body type as Dahmer or something out there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there was like 15 guys. Apparently, this race was the qualifier for this one, and Tulare was later in the year. So this was like one of the last ones to happen. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think it was the same time as Vinny O's. So there was a lot of kids that were out there doing that or just had other obligations towards the end of the year. So, like, yeah, Ryder D was the main kid. It sounds like Chance Hymas broke his upper arm. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's sidelined right now, which sucks because he was in for quite a few of these, um, up until this injury, but yeah, Ryder D was like head and shoulders above everybody else. You know, he would have been 12th yeah. overall in the 250 class. Some of the other guys that were out there, um, they've raced like pro stuff before the Blake Ashley kid on a yep. Yamaha and TLD stuff. He did the nationals last year. A lot of California kit, Manuel Moreno. I mean, names yep. that I've heard a lot of, but just haven't seen in some time they were out there. But yeah, no big like massive amateur star power, mm-hmm. and you could tell the difference. Like those kids probably don't ride the Supercross track and State Fair. You know, those kids probably don't have a lot of the same time on Supercross tracks that Ryder D has right now. Yeah, he has a half uh, track lead. Oh yeah, I think he was cruising in the actual race. I don't think he was going like full tilt because uh, it would have been a whole different story. He seemed like. Dude, through the whoops, how confident and calm that he was just, like, hopping through them and doing everything. He was flying. You know, I was, yeah. that kid has a lot more speed than he was showing in that thing. Yeah. Someone said his his uh, lap time was, like, just outside or maybe just in the top 10, I think, of the 2 Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. But, hey, so about the future thing, I thought this was the whole new, like, I thought this was about helping the kids that, B-class, maybe A-class, about to go pro, right? Yeah. But someone told me there was, like, a 31-year-old racing yesterday, too. Uh, I mean, I think that, like, it was open entry, you know, whoever was there. And so whoever signed up to do that. And I think that that's going to be kind of a thing at a couple of these races. Like, okay, when we had the Swap Moto or when we had the Trans World Race Series years ago, we had to go up to Northern California and we expanded up there and we felt like, Hey, we're going to kill it up in NorCal. Cause if it works down here, it's going to work up there. No, we got it's a whole different that. And like, nobody shows up. It's a whole different group of people up there. Like it's just a crazy situation. It's not as like hardcore as SoCal is. So I think that it was just like going to be an all around, not as deep of a talent field mm-hmm. for them to get those guys that even showed up. Like the 14 dudes that, that did race or 15 dudes. I was like, okay, that's, I bet that's what we see at a place like Boston or something like that. When you go back to the East coast where it's going to be just as odd, but when we go to like Dallas where there was, um, that was a pretty big amateur race that that was piggybacked off of at three palms, you know, the SoCal one that's going to happen at, at 
Anaheim Stadium, the Arizona one, those are going to be pretty good. I bet we see much better competition there, but then there's going to be some duds, I think, in this program too. It's kind of inevitable. Yeah, it seems like the uh, the first one would have been a banger, you know? First one of yeah. the year. Yeah, I, I think we'll see after this Anaheim one how it really is. Yeah, is it, is it Anaheim two or three? I think it's three. Yeah, I think so. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds real good. You heard that cough? I thought I turned it down. Did I? Did I get? Did I get you guys sick, man? I think. I you hope did. I didn't. I think you gave. I mean, hey, hey, Ray, it was fucking inevitable. It look at <laughs> it was inevitable. Anybody that says it's not is lying to themselves. It's everybody's dealing yeah. with it, dude. Every team has a strategy about it. Um, like even Cali's PR department is only sending one person. So everybody's on a rotating switch. Ah. So it's not like they're going to be having issues. Brian Kranz got tagged in this weekend because somebody at Cali had an issue. You know, it's happening. Um, it's, yeah. You know, nothing to be ashamed of. It's just part of it right now. Mm-hmm. So uh, Brayton, who else? I know Mitchell's son. Had uh, it, but... Oldenburg wasn't there uh, because uh, his kids were sick with COVID in, in the hospital, I think. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Freddie and Brayton. Oh, Freddie Norm. Yeah, that's what it yeah. was. Wow. And Freddie was on our flight. And in our hotel uh, yep. lobby. <laughs> 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 oh, you know, fuck it, man. Whatever. Yeah. You know, it sucks. You know, like a lot of these privateers, you know, they're spending a lot of money each week. Uh, to get to these races, you know, and and a lot of them are depending on this paycheck, you know, for the night show. And it's got to be tough, you know, traveling all the way up to a race and to get there just to get, you know, tested positive for, you know, for COVID. And then you have to be there all weekend or something or have to get another flight back home. You can't just be stuck there. Yeah. It's got to be tough for some of these guys, man, because traveling right now, I mean, it's it's not cheap. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, A-Ray, so like and it. If you got sick and you're sick on Wednesday or Thursday, are you are you testing before you fly out? Uh, so, no, I'm I'm uh, I'm vaccinated, so like I just uh, I I would I I won't test. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, and that's the other thing, Avery. What you said too. How are you gonna get a test? Look how hard these damn things are to get right now. Are you gonna yeah. get the results back in time? It's almost yeah, like a exactly. final effort, and like. You know, again, we've we've talked about this so goddamn much over the last three years now, and it's just like unbelievable. And it, we're no closer to anything, and it's it's just so crazy, you know. Because every time you think like we're we're on the cusp of it, we finally figured it out. Like it changes a little bit, and it's just as screwy as it's ever been. And you're just like, oh my god, now what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like. You know, like if you're sick, you need to test for COVID. But at the same time, they're telling you not to test for COVID because right. they're low on COVID tests. And then, you know, it's just like a, it's a whole freaking circle, man. It's like. What... Yeah. 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 Very, very weird. So should we but... talk about the uh, $36,000 elephant in the room? Thirty six hundred dollars elephant in the room? Yeah, I mean, we can. Oh, uh, <laughs> I was like, holy yeah, shit, it got up that high? <laughs> Dude. Oh, sorry, I'm medicated. I, uh, dude, I'm trying my best. I'm in a dark place. Um, you know, I, I qualified good. I crashed in the heat race. It was pretty violent. Um, and then, uh, and then, yeah, like I, I couldn't even make a fist before the LCQ. Like my wrist, dude, they're freaking like glass. Like they suck 
so bad. Like every time I crash, obviously you put your hands out. Both my wrists are not good at all, and I just I don't, I don't know what to do with them. But uh, yeah, I mean they're starting to feel a little bit better now. But like on the gate from before the LCQ, I couldn't even grip the handlebars. Um, tried to make the best of it, and then first lap get cross jumped by another rider on the three onto the table. We both collide. I go right, he goes left, freaking full on cartwheel type shit. And then at that point it's your night's fucking over. You know what I mean? It, it just sucks. I mean, I put myself in that situation. I got a bad start in the LCQ and I put myself back there with those guys. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Like it just, uh, it all, I just, I fucked up, you know, like, I mean, I was in a good spot in the heat race, crashed all of my own. Um, I was right behind Amart. I feel like I was running with those guys, but the speed's there. I just, I just had some shit luck the past few weeks, so I just need to stay clear of that. Get some good starts, and I'll, I'll be there. It's just, fuck, man. I've just had a, had a rough couple weeks. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, you know- it sucks. You know, I, I appreciate everyone freaking, you know, pitching in, wanting me to do good, and all this stuff, and, and helping me out. Like that's awesome. I'm, and I want to do good for all these people, but at the same time, I'm fucking like, I don't know if it's me trying too hard, but I'm fucking killing myself to fucking try and make this man. I feel like I'm trying too hard almost. Yeah. So I just need to back her down a little bit and I think it'll, it'll make things a little bit easier for me. Is the uh, main event bonus, is it adding to the pressure? I mean, let, let's, let's skip. This uh, I wouldn't, we'll I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say it's adding to the pressure or anything. It just, I don't know. I, I just need to freaking, I don't know what I need to do. I just need to not crash. You know, your, uh, you know? your roommate, Kenny Taco Bell, texted me Saturday and said, that fucker better put it in the main. That's our golf simulator, that bonus. Yeah, he wants me to buy a golf simulator, dude. I'm like, I mean, I need, I got bills to pay first, but, yeah, I mean, a golf simulator does sound pretty nice. I don't know. We've, I've been golfing a lot here lately. You know, it's a, it's a new passion that I've kind of picked up, and uh, it's really Honestly, it's good therapy for my wrist. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I want to get a golf simulator, but I need to pay some bills first, man. Being a privateer kind of sucks. Well, what is a golf simulator? Is that that big uh, canvas that hangs and you hit the ball into it and there's a camera behind you? Yeah, I mean, it's just like pretty much like a net, I feel like, and then you just hit the ball and, like, it shows everything, like, on a board. There's, like, some type of projector or some shit. I don't know. Dude, you, you guys. Sports. What's that? Just get Wii Sports, bro. Wii Sports? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because you get to go to the resorts even, the three different resorts, yeah. You know, <laughs> hey, Ray, you guys are building quite the bachelor pad. Like, that is like the Temecula uh, Playboy Mansion, if anything. Oh, else, I know, right? I mean, we got between, everything here. We got saunas, hot tubs, gym. Pool tubs, gyms, and beer supply. Yeah, freaking dialed in. Yeah, that fuck, man. You guys ought to start selling that as like a bachelor experience, you know, like get away from your wife for the weekend, come stay with a yeah. Kenny Taco Bell. <laughs> especially no, oh, especially dude, on yeah. weekends you two are gone. Like this weekend, you could have had that thing rented Airbnb out Airbnb for the weekend. Out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bonus money. Pink room. Yeah, go bonus money. Uh, you get to be VIP status at a Temecula house party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no black lights allowed though. Oh. Freaking hey, man. That'd be pretty good. Hey, you did. Uh, even though you crashed, I have to say, um, I'm glad you wrote them out the way you wrote them out because uh, you at least weren't in the bottom of that pile up in the LCQ at the, you know, at the heap of those bikes and stuff yeah. like that. You were on your own. Like, yeah, you, yeah. Of Luckily all the I things that could happen, everybody you else were, went left. Yeah. 
Of all the things that happened, like you fared the best of it. Yeah, did you see both crashes or no? I, I saw the carnage of them. I got to witness both in the press booth. Uh, yeah, man, uh, they were they were pretty violent, both of them. Yeah, you know. So I'm, I got I mean, to watch. I'm lucky uh, to still be in one piece, to be honest. I got to watch Tommy Tenders shed a tear because he picked you on fantasy last night. Well, that's a bummer, man. Oh, Fuck. Did you? Uh, <laughs> Hate to see it. Sorry to everybody that freaking plays pole fantasy and everything because I. Definitely <laughs> that's their fucking fault. That's their fault. <laughs> hey, they were warned though because every time they pick me, they you know the thing does pop up. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you're gonna play that game, you know, have fun. But Jesus Christ, calm down with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Harry, did you realize? Did you watch the race yet? Did you see yourself throw your goggles at the crowd? Uh, no. Someone <laughs> tagged me in a TikTok that someone made. I don't know. Yeah, I seen that. I didn't even make it to the crowd. I was just pissed off and freaking. I don't know. I threw it somewhere. I don't even know where it landed. Yeah. Well, we we're, we're it landed on the tent, like twenty feet away from the crowd. Yeah, did anyone crawl out onto it to get the goggles? I think they did. Yeah, I think they did. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. We were watching it, and I knew you were wearing red, so I was like, "Okay, okay." I was like, "Oh, he fell!" And then you, just before the camera cut, I just saw you huck your goggles. Like, oh yeah, that was him. Those are some. Those <laughs> yeah, are, that's a bummer deal. But those are some blurs yeah. flying through the air. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, dude, what about the crash? Where Roxon fell in the whoops. Did Chase really run over his head or just clip his visor off? Dude, it looked oh, bad. I, don't know. I think his rear wheel definitely hit him in the head. It definitely hit the head because if you look at the photos, and I'll post it, I was going to post them here in just a little bit on Instagram. There's paint gone from the front of the helmet, like almost like a knobby went right over it. Oof. Dude. Maybe even a freaking swing arm. Yeah, that's brutal. That's got to be tough, man. So yeah, it, it seemed like that rattled like Chase had some issues after that one too because then he yeah. went down and twisted his bike up pretty good and that threw him off for the whole rest of that session. Mm-hmm. He went down even harder like three laps later through the end of the whoops too, like a second time. Yeah. So the weirdest thing about that race in the 450 class is that all the dudes like struggled or crashed or had bad luck and you know obviously Barsha's on the podium again but uh. I don't know. Am I wrong? I mean, Barsha has the red plate now, man. I mean, you know, you have Kenny with his issue. You know, it seemed like Cooper Webb, like he didn't get this start that he wanted, but he didn't. He usually is able to come through the pack, but he wasn't able to this weekend. You know, and everyone sort of stayed where they were. I don't know if that was, you know, something with the track layout and the way the track was because everyone was going the same speed and everyone was doing the same things. Um yeah, I don't know, but there was a few guys that were in the back that just didn't really seem to be able to catch up. You know, I mean, Eli, he stayed in fourth pretty much the whole race. I mean, he reeled yeah. Barshi in a little bit, but, I mean, even Marvin Webb, they didn't where move they started. Up. Yeah, yeah, Marvin Webb didn't move up much. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. So, Dude, those last 10 minutes of each race, too, felt like they took forever. Yeah, of the right? big events, you're just like, oh, my God, come on. Like, here we go. You know, and... and because there was no passing or anything really going on. You could see where guys were doing stuff, but it wasn't like, wow, there's the breakthrough moment where he's making up all this time. It was the same everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, props to freaking Jason though, man. I mean, it's been a while since he won a race. So, so that was good. Um, he was riding really good after that, especially after that get off he had in practice, he freaking looped her out on that uh, tough block. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it looked like he slammed the ground really hard from that, too. 
Went real high in yeah. the air. Um, so Plessinger in second, kind of closed in and, and kept uh, Anderson honest. Is it uh, was it a right place, right time, or has he started to find his stride? Do you guys think? He'll find his stride. He, he said that he he put himself in a good spot. You know, I mean, like. I mean, his Anaheim one, it was just, I mean, it was good, but it was kind of just average, right? So, like, I mean, it's hard to say, but, I mean, fuck. I mean, they were all running good. So. He said in the press conference that um, Anaheim one never felt like race day. He's like, you know, it was weird. I didn't feel like it was race day until we were on the starting line for the heat races, and then I was like, oh, God, and then it was too late. Like, I didn't have the intensity or the mindset to be there. And then he said in the press conference that he pretty much had an all-new bike set up. After all the testing they did, uh, it didn't work at Anaheim 1, so they went the complete opposite way last week, found new stuff for the bike this week, and it's much better. Um, so who knows, you know? And I think it was part of that track, too. Like, he, he rode great. You know, he did have some pace there with Jason, and then it just he never reeled him in after that. But I think he'll be really good going forward if he gets settled in and, and like, can double down on right place, right time, being in the right, like, headspace before the weekend even starts. Mm-hmm. Huh. Huh. Any of you guys see Joe Savacci's leg on Instagram? Oh, my God. That force, oh bro- my God. That force posted? Holy cow, dude. So he blew his yeah. ACL out or something? Yeah. Was it swollen? Tuesday, Is yeah. that what you're saying holy cow about? That's black and purple and, like, all the way up his thigh. Oh, God. So from the sound of his Instagram post, he's going to just try to race through all this, or is he going to get fixed? Yeah, he's still racing. Wow. That's gnarly. I guess a lot of guys have raced a full season without ACL, though. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, for Joey, too, like, he's got to do it. You're – you know, he's got to do it now. He has put in all this work, and it's kind of like he's the best position that he could ever be in. You know, if, if last Saturday they thought it was going to be the worst day, and that's what he told me this morning, um, you know, it can only get better from here. It's not like he's going to make it any worse. Yeah. yeah. Did they – Um. Did, do we know if it's on the same leg as his injury from a couple years ago? Uh, It's his right leg, so I got to remember. Yeah, I just wonder – so I've, I know I know it, it never healed a hundred percent, so that would just be a bummer to have that all those issues. Here. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, Dylan Friend has had another kind of like so-so race. What, how did he look this weekend? Yeah, I mean, just so-so, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like he just—it it was just—it seemed to be another one of those guys that just didn't move forward, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Second in qualifying though, so like speed yeah. there. Him and Eli both like to go one yep. two, and you know I I think a lot of us were even thinking this is where both of those guys are going to come on, you know, because Oakland is a track that Eli kind of tends to do well at because you got to be totally pretty gnarly at it, and then Dylan's technical level should play well there. Mm-hmm. But just neither guy's getting the start, and Thrasher said the same thing that he's not getting starts, and. I find that so odd because, like, Don, you've seen it for yourself. Yamaha has all of this stuff that they do just to work on starts, starting blocks, starting yep. sensors, starting all this stuff. Like, the fact that they just don't have that yet is very odd because if they figure that out, it's going to be very weird for everybody. But it seems like it's all three guys said it's a rider thing. It's not a bike thing. It's a rider thing that they got to work on. Right. Yeah, Christian is starting well. Yeah. 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 Hmm. 
So when Eli started, or, you know, it was like in fourth, I was like, oh, here we go. Because, like, you know, how many times have we seen that guy come from outside the top ten and win? But uh, yeah. he just never never smashed it. Were you able to talk to him, Chase? No. No, they had a they, – they flew private. Oh, yeah. Him and Ken and AC were out of there, yeah. Mm. Wow. That's kind of weird, huh, to see guys from different teams teaming up throughout fly private together. I wanted to ask you guys, is that something that's happened before? I know they've done it a couple of times, but like 10 years ago, 15 years ago. The guys that were flying private weren't flying with each other. They were racing right. each other to get off yeah. the runway before each other. It wasn't like Chad and RC were going together. Yeah, uh, I didn't think so. Yeah. I, I was surprised to see that too, but like of all the three guys that would do it, it would be those three dudes. Like, you know, Ken's cool with Adam. Adam was Eli's teammate. Uh, I wonder what they talk about, though. Yeah, that had to be a depressing plane ride home, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah, that's, you know, because you probably just want to be by yourself. Like, what the hell do you say? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know. <laughs> so Adam looked good. He's got speed, but just no uh, arm strength. Yeah. And his strategy is good. Like, hey, get out in the front and just do what you can for as long as you can. Like, hey, he's going as hard as he can when he's up front. Yeah. It's good to see he's still got the speed. He's got the pace. Like, he's he's still at him, right? It's just yeah. just that strength. So, I just – hopefully it can get a little better as the season goes on. But I just – I don't know personally how those shoulder injuries go. Yeah, but, uh, he yeah. was showing me like I, I think I talked about last week because he showed me like his arm strength to push outward, and I was like nothing. So, mm -hmm. but yeah. um, okay, two fifty class, fuck another uh, another uh, dominant win by Christian. Is this uh, is this his series to lose? Like, do you see any of the other, you know, top three, top four guys, maybe catching fire and suddenly giving him a run for his money? I don't know, man. I still, I still see Joe winning one of these things. I just think that he's got a lot of weight on his shoulders right now. I mean, he came in as the guy, you know, the the guy for this coast on that team, and I feel like he's just trying a little too hard. I mean, I, yeah. I think you know, it's kind of like me. I'm trying to fucking make main, and I keep fucking KOing myself. Mm -hmm. I feel yep. like he's trying to win the race, but he keeps making these super small mistakes, you know, and it's just in, a bit inconsistent. Yeah. yeah. Even like Don, remember like two years ago, even last year, how, how, how much he just had lacked in confidence. Like he was always so down on himself. Yeah. I've sensed just the off season and these last two weeks, he's a lot more confident in himself, which is good. But I think now that he knows he can be that guy, I I almost wonder if he's he's pushing too hard to to be up there, right? Because mm -hmm. even uh, like that heat race, you could see him making mistakes. And yeah. uh, I think Hamaker was catching him. Yeah, he went down twice in qualifying, too. Maybe three times. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you don't usually see mistakes from Joe. No, not at all. But, huh. And then, uh, Freezy, what did, did he get eighth? Seventh or eighth? But he uh, started up front and kind of didn't stay up front as long as the last time. If yeah. the stars align, I mean, he could he could pull off a second or a third, I think. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I know uh, Marchbanks is pretty unhappy because he he went for a pass, and then 
Freeze gave him a little little punt off the track yeah. about half a lap later. And then he was going to pass him again. And a couple of riders were down. And for some reason, there was there was one, I think just one rider down at this point. And he was getting back on his bike. And one of the flaggers put out a red cross flag. So Garrett locked up the brakes and rolled. And Vince just kept on going through. So he kind of lost him there again. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm, what else? What else? Um, yes, I wasn't there. <laughs> I think, like, with what you guys were saying, like, yeah, it's Christian's to lose. Like, dude, he's so fast, and he has another level, I think, that he hasn't even uncorked yet. Like, he's an MC. Hey, I'm going to get out front. I'm going to, like, lay it down for a good few minutes, and then I'm going to build this big gap over everybody and then just cruise. And because the guys do start reeling him in towards the end of the race, but the cushion's so big that it's not like they're doing anything. Like, it's not like they're cutting substantial amounts of time into him. Mm -hmm. But, like, the confidence that he carries all the way around the track, there's not one other dude that is riding as hard as he is or as flawless as he is. Like, Mosman's going fast, but Mosman's still making Mosman mistakes, and that sucks because Michael, like, had indicated that he had figured out, like, how to keep that from happening, and it's still happening, you know? Yeah. I think, like, if those guys, you know, Mosman eliminates the mistakes, Hunter gets a start, which he so desperately needs. Hamaker gets a good start. Like, he's getting good starts, but he's just not there in the first three minutes, like, in that chaos of the top three. Yeah. It, it could be way different, but Christian just gets to the right place at the right time, and then he goes. Like, the, I have a photo from this weekend. They hit the first turn. Vince pretty much feeds them a shoulder as they go up the first jump in the rhythm section. And you see Christian's head like get knocked up and then he immediately like levels out and then he goes forward. Yep. Nobody else is like matching Christian's intensity right off the rip like that. Yeah. I mean, we're always talking about the whoops, but good God, man. Dude. Yeah. It just, especially these, these first two rounds having two sections and each track having maybe, maybe at least one set of gnarly whoops. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's just making them look so easy. It's it's just impressive. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's see what else we got. We got Stank Dog making the main. Yeah. That was awesome. That was, that was awesome. crazy. That was badass. I mean, he and he made it out of the heat, too. He got ninth yeah. in the heat race. Yeah. Hey, Ray, were you on the floor when that was oh, happening? Yeah. So you could Dude, hear the sound. The whole wave? stadium just erupted whenever he passed the finish line. Yeah, even the last two laps, as he as he went around, people were doing the wave and just shouting as he went through the rhythms on the last two laps. That's that was so awesome. awesome. That's cool yeah, because that, See, that thing sounds good too. Yeah, it does. I wonder when. Well, okay, they didn't say on TV, but I wonder when the last time there was a 125 in the main. 2008. 2008. Wow. Yes. So 08. That would have been when they were still. Semi around, not so rare. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Maybe. Yeah, like like you said, Anton, that thing sounds good. It's got one of those fat heads on there, like the same as my two strokes. It's got one of those cool, you know, fat heads that you can uh, just bolt right up on the top. I wonder if it's a 150. No, we, no? Were, we were talking about that. I was like, just cheat, dude. Just do it. No one's gonna protest you. And he's like, nope. <laughs> Damn. 125. Huh. So, what else? San Diego. That was this big. Yeah, San Diego this weekend. I think that'll be good. Mil- um, military. I think guys were. Yep. I don't think. Is it officially? Did you guys get the memo on that? 
Oh. All I know yes. is, is that O'Neal, we do have custom gear. We're going to have uh, custom graphics. Uh, I think the NBC is going to do a special on us because most of our team has uh, first responders, uh, military background. Um, so it's going to be pretty cool. I think uh, they, they filmed it all at Anaheim, so uh, we'll have to see. <laughs> Race Tech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company with over 35 years experience personalizing your suspension setups. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance and increased traction. Hi, Swap Moto Live listeners. This is Alex Martin. At Arai, every helmet is handcrafted with dedication to pursue gains and protection, and that is exactly why I choose to race in an Arai helmet. This lifeblood of obsession with protection is driven by a single shareholder and runs through every person who builds an Arai helmet. This is what sets Arai apart. This is Arai. Hey everyone, Don Moyetta here. Over the past 20 years, I've built a ton of cool motocross project bikes. When it comes to choosing a great wheel set, my first call is always to the crew at WUSA. Importers and distributors of Talon, Kite, Han, and Edge Hubs, the wheel building team at W is unrivaled when it comes to lacing them up to DID or Excel rims. Let's be honest now. Next, cleaning air filters or changing oil. Tightening spokes is one of the most tedious jobs when it comes to working on your bike. When it comes to wheel sets from W though, you know that they'll stay straight and true and the spokes will almost always stay tight. There's a reason that factory teams and top riders everywhere rely on W. When it comes to anything wheel related, your one-stop shop is WUSA.com. Check them out. Hey, this is Colt Nichols of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team, and I rely on Guiltless Food Co. to keep me fueled properly, feeling 100%, and is super convenient. It's healthy food that doesn't suck. Sign up at guiltlessfoodco.com. Out here, on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise. Off-road, on-road, on the track, off the grid. Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed in more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world. Period. The engineers who design your bike trust and spec Sunstar for the same reason you should. Because here, on the edge, failure is no option. Sunstar, number one in sprockets and brake discs. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long. Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. <laughs> so you guys are all dialed. I saw them filming the TV special. Um, yeah. Are you wearing the, the O'Neill Element gear that looks like a fighter plane? Uh, no, I think we're just doing all custom stuff this weekend. Uh, oh, nice. I don't know what it is. Uh, I'll just have to ask Mark for some photos. I don't know. I can show you guys. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be sick. That's all I know. I'm probably going to wear my red boots, too. <laughs> red boots. 
Man, Dude, those the, red uh, boots are so freaking sick. The RDX 2.2s, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Hey, how's your teammate? Is he okay? Uh, his knee swelled up like a freaking watermelon, but I mean, he says he's used to it. It's not the first time it's done this. Um, he has like a meniscus or some shit tear, but uh, he's doing some therapy on it. I mean, him and I both were doing some therapy today with Dr. Nick. Uh, you know, my wrist, his knee. Um, but yeah, I mean, he he's okay. He freaking snagged a tough block over there in that far rhythm, and he went for a ride. Dude, yeah, he was without his bike about fifteen feet away, huh? <clears throat> yeah, dude. Yeah, he was rolling up the windows, you know. So those two rhythms right next to each other, man. Throughout all qualifying and the night show, there was tough blocks just getting. I don't know what was dragging them out constantly, but that seemed to be a tough block in the middle of a transition at least one once a lap. Yeah, man, that shit's scary. Those things yeah. are freaking booby traps. <laughs> hey, how about that? Uh, the sand section where Mookie went wide and just went straight into that tough block. Oof. That didn't. Mm. Was that section really tough? Is it hard? Is it hard to have? rock hard supercross suspension and then go into a sand section um no it's not that bad it just depends on how it forms like sometimes like in between practice in between races they'll just go in there and just like fuck up all the sand with bobcat or whatever and then it's hard until it gets like a line grooved in but what they do is on the outside there because everyone fades out wide so like to keep all of the sand from just going onto the like floor over there by the uh, podium, they'll put dirt underneath, like a dirt berm mm-hmm. on the end. And sometimes you'll hit that and your bike will just hook up and you'll just go straight. Mm. A little yeah. Out. Yeah. So Malcolm, hey. Malcolm got fifth better yep. than last week, but uh, not what I think anyone is expecting out of him. No, he got a horrendous start. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. I think I talked about last week after the race. That was the big talk between him and Scuba and Alden, and they're talking about his start technique. If they're saying that he needs to lurch forward with his body or something, instead he leans back. Mm-hmm. Ah. I don't know. Can't wait to see that guy do well. Yeah, I think he's uh one of those guys that's just like realistically, I think there's there's four or five guys that are going to win a main this year. And, and uh, I just see him up there for sure. Mm-hmm. I think once he wins a heat, then it's all going to come together, you yeah. know, cause like he was chasing Jason and then made that mistake, you know, and like, that would have been a good one. That would have been a good test of like, who's going to get around who, how hard, how hard are they going to race each other? How good is Jason going to do defending? How aggressive is Malcolm going to get, you know, like, especially for something like that. And then to go down, um, yeah, I think it's getting better, you know, but uh, Malcolm, like he wants it. Dude, Chase, you're, how was your weekend with him where he's like, we're still in the points thing. When Malcolm yeah. said that, I was like, oh, fuck. Right? It's like, wow, oh, he, shit. He's yeah. not thinking like, oh, wow, yeah, man, you know, I'm getting better. He's like, no, we're going to do this next no, time. Yeah. Like, he's, I've never heard Malcolm talk like that. No. Yeah. I sure do wish that he could wear some colors on that with his gear, though, but oh, well. Is he restricted to the black only? It sounds like white or black, yeah. Oh, I noticed the same with Dino this weekend, all black again. So, or not again, but just black. Hmm. Well, yeah, but sometimes those guys, the guys in fly, wear like 
red or that bright blue. Right. Yeah. Roger says it's like a. It's a. They they both they're both saying the other. Rockstar saying Husky wants it, and Husky saying Rockstar wants it. So. Right. <laughs> oh wow. Hmm. Um. Anything else from the Supercross? Hey, uh, hey, real quick, on uh, when you're doing that rhythm jumping over the first turn where you're getting on that tabletop, you doubled off it a couple of times, right? Yeah. Are you just staying on the gas to double off of it? Or were you guys letting, like, were you guys letting off on the table to just single off? Like how much harder was it? Uh, it wasn't much harder at all. Whenever you, you landed on that table, we were just using the suspension to compress and then just going brop and then just threeing off of it. Um, I, I hit it too fast in the heat race. That's how I crashed. I overjumped it, you know, into that double. So okay. it wasn't that difficult. Um, it, I would say it was honestly more difficult to just go double. Yeah. You, like you had to hit it like slower, but you had to hit it enough to pop over that big one. Yeah. I was going to say a lot of, a lot a of the weird, people were it doing it. was a weird section. Yeah. Cause they were doing, if they were just doubling off, they were doing double single. When the guys were trying to triple into the corner, dude, Webb had a close one qualifying. Yeah. Yeah. Sketchy. Yeah. It was way easier just to go three off of that little, little knuckle. Gotcha. Hey Ray, how was the hotel? Did it get better? Did it get worse? No, <laughs> no, it was terrible the whole time. It was terrible the whole freaking time, dude. What, you know, was it like, a motel? It's, it's just those hotels in Oakland, man. They're just sketchy, man. And freaking. Yeah. Then you got travel agent Cade. He's like, "Hey, dude, I booked a hotel. You can stay with me. Like, whatever. It's gonna be this much." I was like, "Okay." So I gave him cash, you know, before the weekend even started. I get to the hotel. I'm like, "God, oh <laughs> man." Never again. Learn my lesson. I'll get my own damn hotel. I'll stay by myself. <laughs> yeah, that's something we can talk talk about. This was my first time to Oakland, and I was a uh, scared little kid from the Cerberus. Yes, yeah, yeah. It was a little overwhelming out there for sure. It was hectic. It was hectic. Yeah. There was a lot uh, of people with freaking broken windows in the rental a car. Of, a lot of stuff a lot stolen. Of a lot of people got their. Some people got their stuff back. Some people didn't. How do you? Get yeah, I heard Ash back? got some of it. Ash got stuff back. What? Yeah. How? Yeah, I don't know how, but I heard on the plane yesterday on the way home that from the pro circuit guys that he somehow got some stuff back. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the I, think, same I think there was Starbucks some AirPods that were left on that they were tracking. Oh, okay. Mm. There we go. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That that same parking lot, uh, everybody got popped in. Yeah. We yep. went to the in and out across from the hotel or from the track. Oh, behind shit. Behind that yeah. same Starbucks and everything where everybody else's stuff was getting taken from. Dude, it looked like uh, glass bottles were just everywhere from just car windows just getting blown out in that parking yeah. lot all day. It, yeah, it's it looked crazy. like Sea Glass Beach or whatever that place is in Oregon. <laughs> oh, yeah. <Just> glass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dude, that, that was a good race. Like, the people that show up for that one are good. Like, that crowd was really loud. Dude, that stadium a ray did you notice this on the floor that is a gnarly sound system in that place <laughs> yeah oh yeah dude that is a ghetto blaster by every imaginable definition of the word man like <laughs> on the floor when they were playing music you could feel it just vibrating and people cheering and stuff but man that place is something else yeah i'm glad you got that way you know those guys they freaking get after it whenever something happens on the floor like they they chant holler yell all kinds of stuff there man they freaking they love it there were people that ran out on the track, which yeah. doesn't happen. Yeah, John, did the, you did the TV show any of that? 
no, it didn't show it. I saw it on Instagram, but the 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 guy with the Federal Forever uh, flag. Were there many people in the stands that were cheering for him? And if so, uh, were they cheering because they knew our Fed, or were they just cheering because there was some guy running across the track? I think it was mostly like this guy running around the perimeter of the track, but he did it like while they did the 450 hot lap and opening yep. ceremonies. Mm-hmm. So like I saw him take off running and I was like, Oh, that's cool. Cause Feld did this a couple of years ago. They would have those guys run with these yeah. big super cross flags. I'm like, Oh yeah. So they brought those guys back. Cool. Whatever. <laughs> Didn't realize it was that guy. So yeah. then he made it the whole way around the stadium and then he got bundled up by security and then taken out. But then in between the 250 heat races, some other dude just walked out onto the track <laughs> and was just standing there. And then, like, a couple flaggers tried to talk to him, and he's like, don't touch me, don't touch me, and kept, like, <laughs> like he didn't get violent with him, but he was very much, like, not, you know, doing a good job, not all there. And then, finally, like, the big Feld people had to come out and then, like, walk him off the track. But I was like, wow, this guy's going to get, like, it's going to be filmed live on location here. Like, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it was, I've never seen that at any other race I've ever been to with somebody on the floor. Like that guy was. Yeah. When I was on my way down to the pits during the 250 main, you, I could tell there was a lot of, um, a lot of security guards and a lot of just fans were getting pretty agitated. Cause I think that's about when the Raiders lost their playoff game. Oh, so I, I heard a couple security guards yelling the F bomb and stuff. And I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Still Raider Nation. Yeah, still 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 Raider Nation in heart. Yeah. Hey, were yeah. there any uh R Fed stickers or armbands or anyone have anything going on? A couple butt patches, I think. Yeah. yeah, Dean. Oh yeah. Dean had a butt patch, I think. Yeah. And then uh and then obviously Bogle had his uh shoes yep. uh F E A forever, you know. Yeah. Yeah, what and is then uh, his necklace. Yeah. Fuck them all. Ah. Yeah. But that was like their thing. Yeah. But uh, he had, yeah, one of Ryan's necklaces too, which was cool, you know. And, and you know, for anybody that's wondering, like, what happened with Bogle, I mean, that's the thing. The kid is heartbroken right now. You know, it's yeah. amazing that he did what he did. And, and nobody's bummed on Bogle right now for no, going out no. and doing what he did, you know, for, for him to go the way he did. You know, the team understands, everybody in his circle understands, like, it'll get better. But it was a good thing that he just even got out there. Same thing for Will to go up and do the job that Will did. Yep. Bunch of people in the pits this weekend was were really upset over what happened this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was pretty surprised to see both Justin and Will there, period. Yeah, so gnarly. <sighs> so uh, Sunday was our first uh, Amsoil Dirt Bike Kids Swap Moto Live race of the year. And uh, – driving out and Kenny Taco Bell texts me you going to the track and I'm like yeah are you on the way and he's I just passed you going the other way so I guess he was in Oakland announcing the freestyle thing but uh but yeah we had our first race of the year yesterday at Glen Helen uh it was the debut of the Dirt Bike Kids sponsorship of our series we had these cool uh DBK Swap Motor Racers t-shirts that were gone instantly um saw a lot of them being worn the same day which is kind of cool too and uh i think we had about 800 entries yesterday it was a good day but uh definitely. those are amazing numbers by the way it's crazy yeah yeah it was good both tracks were packed yeah it was good um 
got to spend some time with Kalana Humphrey yesterday. He came out to race. That kid's super cool. Did he just wax everyone in the super minis? Uh, he went one, 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 two, I think. Or uh, he whole shot all four, but he won, he lost one moto. I'm not sure what it did for his overalls, but uh, mm. yeah, he looked really fast for a self-proclaimed free rider who races. Also, he's pretty fast. <laughs> yeah, but um. Anyhow, uh, on to San Diego. Uh, A-Ray, I think we're going to take the pressure off this week. <laughs> all we'll, right. We'll resume. We'll resume in Anaheim. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Just, you know, thanks for everyone who, who offered to chip in. Sorry I couldn't fucking, you know, do it and take all your money. But it's a whole thing. You know what I mean? It's freaking A-Ray just is going to get sketchy in Indo. So, yeah, maybe just buy some merch instead this yeah. week. Yeah. You know. Yeah, my dad work. wants to know if uh if since you didn't make it if he gets $100 if that's how it works or not. <laughs> no, that is not how it works. Oh, okay. Right. Hey, <laughs> hey, Ray, does your wrist hurt while you're riding or only when you crash on it? They they just they just hurt, man. Why don't you wear braces? Braces make it worse because, to be honest, well, my one wrist, I can't even move or bend it anyway, so I can't have any more restriction on that. And then my left wrist, I just it, it makes it more restricting, and I can barely hang on as it is, so I'd rather just fucking white-knuckle it, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. Did you race, race in your Michael Rocco gloves? No, I, I should probably wear those. <laughs> I love those gloves. Yeah. They're the best. All right. Well, guys, uh, thanks for listening to the Kickstart podcast presented by Pro Taper. Um, I apologize for the coughing. I'm, I'm going to try to go edit that out so that we don't get any complaints on Vital. But uh, <laughs> anyhow, uh, look forward to uh, seeing all you guys at San Diego this Friday and Saturday. And uh, guys, listen, we'll talk to you on Monday. Since 1991, Pro Taper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.